2020 has been a challenging year for people and businesses across the world. The impacts of COVID-19 have meant we've all had to adapt the way we live our lives and carry out our business. In this limited podcast series, we're speaking to colleagues from across St. Modwin and looking at the positives that have come from the year. Rather than reflecting on the things that we couldn't do in 2020, we'll be talking about the things we've learned during the year and the ways that we've adapted for the better. So no matter where you're listening right now, enjoy the next 10 minutes as we dive into the lessons learned this year in our short podcast series, 2020, Don't Look Back in Anger. In this episode, we speak to Janine Parker, Director of Asset Management, about how we communicate with our residents and how 2020 has really highlighted the community spirit across our developments. So I'm the Director of Asset Management um, for the uh, Residential Portfolio Management Team, which is a new team within um, St Modern this year. Um, our purpose is to, to work with the um, SLNR project teams, focusing on the management of our new residential communities. We've got a number of management companies um, across the portfolio to look after the open space um, and that they'll be eventually transferred fully into the control of our residents. Um, and so our role is to work with our estate management partners um, to make sure that we're delivering the appropriate standards for our customers. So tell me about the importance of communicating with our residents then. So these aren't just uh, St. Modern Homes homeowners. These are also, you know, uh, owners of homes that have been built by different house builders that have bought parcels of residential land from us. But we have kind of, we take on the role of, of, of kind of guardian of the wider development, don't we? And, and in particular, the kind of placemaking yeah. element of it. So tell me about the importance of how we communicate with our residents and why we communicate with them. I guess I can't really um, overemphasise how important um, communication is with our our residents. Um, We have to remember that we're building homes where people live. And in some cases, for many years, our our customers and communities are living on a site under development. And we may not have had the opportunity to build a relationship with some of those customers or residents before they move in. Um, particularly where they've come in um, from third party house builders. And I guess we have to sort of remember that we're the guests into their home environment. Um, So it's important that they know what we're doing, how the development's going to evolve, what's happening at the moment, what's coming next, how it might impact them. Um, And we need to also be listening to what they say about the impact of what we're doing um, on that on them and either to take that feedback on board or, or help sort of manage their expectations. So this year has been uh, a bit of an unusual one. I imagine an awful lot of residents working from home more, using the spaces around their homes more. Um, tell me a little bit about what kind of our communities have been up to and, and how have we been engaging with them during, during the pandemic? It's been great to hear actually about how our communities have really rallied and been supporting each other and there have just been some wonderful um, examples um, across our communities. In one one estate we've had a a lockdown snake painted by children which is now sort of being embedded into um, the public open space there but it got so big this snake that we've had to be slightly Uh, we've had to really sort of look at how many of these stones can manage to stay within the space. 
in the state we've had a huge amount of engagement there which has been lovely and um, we've had um, cycling groups forming dog walking groups we've had charity initiatives being supported by our community in particular on one estate um, community supporting a local food bank um, which we also then were able to work with the parish council there to to uh, support that particular cause We've had community WhatsApp groups um, being support um, created to look after the more vulnerable in society um, on one particular estate. We've been working with a community group to set up a small cafe to reach out to residents. Um, and we've also arranged some NHS artwork, um, which was a bit of a children's competition, um, which is now in place on a few um, sites. Um, what's also become quite apparent is um, how valuable the green open space has been for our residents um, on and around um, where they live. And we've seen a much bigger in interest in the wildlife and also people becoming interested in caring for their environment and want to be actually involved in looking after it. Um, on one estate, we've had we've been getting regular reports from residents who um, is really, really keen on wildlife. And apparently we've got eight types of bee and we've got bats and hedgehogs and kingfishers. And we've even got a Chinese whistling duck, which I, I guess is an incredible testimony, really, to the translation of that particular brownfield site. Um, but we're also starting to work with local conservation groups at how we can create volunteering opportunities for all the residents who do want to take an active role. We've also um, been very heavily involved and engaged with our new schools who are obviously such a vital part of our communities and had some lovely events um, organised with them. We've started to set up community stakeholder groups and appointing um, our first community mobilisers and also been working very proactively with residents um, started to build up our formal forums for engagement um, and continuing some resident meetings online. Um, I suppose finally um, we've been keeping our residents up to date as well with um, regular newsletters so that we can let them know what the development activity is that's happening on site and how that might affect them. And I know that you know having seen a number of these newsletters going out to residents as well it's been a very kind of kind of compassionate approach hasn't it it's been about understanding the challenges that they're facing because obviously we have had things like you know lockdown one forced us to close some of the play areas and the games areas as well so we've just you know it's make it's maintaining that drumbeat isn't it of communication with those residents to make sure that they know what's happening around them it's really important and actually it has been interesting how um, important the role of technology has been in all of that because obviously whereas once upon a time we might have been able to um, send letters out by post obviously that's been much more um, challenging particularly during the first lockdown um, so we've been using technology more and email to engage with our residents which also means that we can um, communicate with them more quickly and um, we're also now working with our development colleagues to look at a, a more community facing website um, that will be part of a more detailed development website that can really sort of enable us to give um, sort of up-to-date regular updates on on what uh, develop, development activity and construction activity is happening on site but also what's going on where they live and how they can get involved in it. So just to wrap up then, what's, um, what are kind of the real takeaways from this year? So, well, you know, this whole 
this whole podcast is based on looking forward and the things that we've learned. And is it is it this digital first approach? Is it also, you know, is this the year that actually really highlighted to us the community spirit that we have on our sites? You know, what, what do you think it is for you? Uh, I think this year has really highlighted the importance of our communities, uh, not just how much need there is for community, but also how much positivity and strength there is in communities when they do come together to support each other. Being able to communicate with people and then being able to communicate with us is hugely important. And technology and digital is a really critical part of that, both in terms of the ease and speed of communication right now. Just being able to hold a, a meeting with someone on Zoom or Teams is highly valuable. But it's also about people and relationships. And this goes well beyond technology. It's about talking and listening, capturing and acting on um, feedback. Um, that shapes not only our delivery, but how the communities evolve. And like any relationship, you know, we'll get out of that, what we put into it. And this year, we've really started to make some very positive steps in that direction. Um, the really exciting thing for me is that despite all kinds of delivery challenges this year, there's been a huge amount of focus on our customers and our communities. And that's been really positive. And we're putting um, I'm building a, a really strong framework to deliver this in a consistent way across the business. We know we've got communities that care about where they live and care about each other. Um, and we also have communities that have started to realise that we care about all of that, too. And so we've already started to demonstrate that where we take the time to engage, communicate and listen, then we can actually start to work in partnership with our communities. And that's a really positive experience uh, for everyone. Mm -hmm.